Welcome, everybody in the world, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider on God's green earth. Hmm. What's your favorite ocean? Tell me. Tweet at me at Mike Gives Back. What's your favorite ocean? I think a lot of people forget about the Indian Ocean, which, you know what? Why? It's a good ocean. It's nice and tepid. It's not too warm. It's not too deep. I don't like oceans that are too deep. You know, I like a good, solid ocean that is, you know, you feel like if you you sunk to the bottom, you'd find some cool buried treasure, but you feel like you'd possibly have the chance of surviving. Good old Indian Ocean. Screw the Pacific Ocean. That's a big ass ocean. And you ever think about the fact that all the oceans are actually just one ocean? Like who says who says that there are different oceans, you know? Like, the Americas, North America and South America, those are, are pretty clearly two separate continents, two separate bodies of land. And in Europe and the Americas are, and, and Asia and the Americas are two are very clearly separate bodies of land. Australia, separate body of land. But the, the ocean is just all one thing. Who says? Why? Why isn't it all just the, the ocean? I don't know. Just those things I think about, guys, you know. Just things on my mind. We have a really good show for you guys today. In case you aren't aware, the Michael the Pre Variety Hour is an arts showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, local artists, local painters. Not a, no sculptors yet. Still. No sculptors! And also just interesting people, just fascinating people that we are interested in talking to and this show is no exception later on we'll be joined by cat enthusiast rhubarb and then we'll also be joined by the one and only baby new year because today is new year's day it is baby new year's birthday so i'm very excited to be speaking with baby new year in just a short amount of time here but first i'm joined by my widow sister my little sister, Lauren Dupree. Hello. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm doing pretty good. You're co-hosting the show today. Yep. It's your second time co-hosting the podcast. Yep. How does it feel? Pretty spectacular. Wow. Pretty um, New Year New Year E. Yeah. Do you yeah. New Year E? New Year. Mm. Do you have any it. big New Year's resolutions, Lauren? Uh, I really or small ones. I really want to eat less chocolate. Really? You eat a lot I, of chocolate? I eat a lot of chocolate. Really? Yeah. I like it, I like it though. But it's like what one of those What kind of chocolate things, do you eat? Uh, crunch bars, uh, nougat bars, caramel bars, nut bars, any kind of chocolate Do you ever eat just plain chocolate? Mm-hmm. I actually had that a couple weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> but just plain chocolate a couple you weeks eat, ago. Do you eat chocolate at least once a day? Uh, not every day, but like pretty much. I mean, like sometimes, like it'll, like I, I'll eat it, like, like on at like ten forty-five at p.m. one day, and then like I'll wait until like, n- like midnight 
that next, like after the next day. So it's kind of almost the same. It's like wave. it's just inconsistent. Well, yeah, like everything else, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it so? Is it a matter of like when you eat it, you just feel obligated to eat it at this point? Like you're driving home and you haven't eaten, so you gotta you gotta pick up that McDonald's. That yep. Especially I drive so much, so it's like I'm hungry. I gotta eat McDonald's, and then while I'm eating McDonald's, I just want it to be over with. Yeah. You know, I it's like want, I don't want it to happen. It's something anymore. to do while you're driving. Yeah. And, but uh, I just can't wait to be done with this. And that, like, so that's what happens sometimes. Wait, so meeting. you're giving up chocolate and McDonald's? Well, probably should have never had McDonald's to begin with. But are you giving it up? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I want to. I want to go more like vegetarian, to be honest. Interesting. Yep. Oh, yep. So what what steps are you going to be taking for to mm. to do that? More vegetables. Oh, <laughs> good. Tofu? Oh, uh, yeah, that could work. I mean, I don't know. I've only had it once, and it was when you had rice. I make good tofu. Okay. It's good. Listen, all I'm saying is that 2018 is the year of Lou, which means less chocolate, less McDonald's, more carrots. I don't like carrots. You don't like carrots? Even like, oh, no, you don't understand. I like carrots in like stews and soups and stuff. Oh, a I, nice I, I, glazed carrot. Or in, I like carrot cake. A glazed That's carrot cake. is fine, too. But like if you pack, if you, if you, if I'm packing a lunch and I have vegetables that I'm putting in my lunch and I have, I'm not putting a raw baby carrot in my lunch. You don't eat vegetables anyway. Yes, I do. What do you eat? Cucumbers. Well, just technically a fruit. But I also eat celery. Okay. I also eat be uh, snap peas, green beans. You're doing great. Corn. You're, you're doing great. I love snap peas, snow peas. I like well, peas a lot. How do you explain when you were vegetarian, all you ate was the fake meat? Yes. <laughs> That's all you ate. That's vegetables. Fake meat? Yes. What do you think That's... it's made out of? I know, but like that at some point, come on. I know, and that's why I failed as a vegetarian. <laughs> I did not know how to properly eat. Now you eat all the Taco Bell you want. Well, they have potato tacos at Taco Bell. Mm. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Uh, milkshake would be nice. Okay. Well, it's very good to have you here, Lauren. Thanks. I'm glad that you're here on New Year's Day. Yeah. Very exciting. 2018, 2018. Maybe, maybe 2018 won't be so... Mm unbelievably Horrible. awful yeah because yeah. 2016 and so 2017 were pretty much the worst things like that on a happened. global like 2017 was a pretty good year personally for me Mm-mm. but like uh, looking at the whole grand scheme of the world yeah mike you got well, engaged in 2017. i did get engaged in 2017 uh mm-hmm. and my car broke down on woodward yeah and you got a brand new car I do. 20- it's not brand new but it's new for me it's brand new it's cute but so it's very good. Looking forward to 2018. And who better who better to help us ring in the new year than the man or the child who created this whole holiday out of his, his, his birth. Baby New Year. How's it going, Baby New Year? Hello, Michael. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. It's such a, a nice pl- voice. It's, it's very it's dreamy. Thank you. <laughs> so, Baby New Year. Uh, very happy birthday, by the way. Yes. Thank you. It's so nice to, to have you on the show. Uh, uh, so, so baby new year. Um, 
How old are you now? Are you 2017 years old? I really don't have an age, Michael. I'm an omnipresent, omniscient, interdimensional being. <laughs> really? So you're not you're not an actual baby, even though you look exactly like a little baby. I look like a baby because that's how I appear to your weak human eyes. Oh. <laughs> At least feels, he says it nicely. Feels weird being condescended to by a baby. <laughs> yeah, big old diaper, nipples, splaying. Your, your diaper is very big. Thank you. You're it is nice. Does it feel like you're sitting on a cloud? It does feel like I'm sitting on a cloud. And also all of my personal belongings. <laughs> oh. If I wiggle, you can hear my keys jingle. Oh. Winky face. What kind of car do you have? Oh, I don't have a car. I'm everywhere at once. Oh. I'm in the hearts of the children. Oh. And in the depths of the innocent. Why do you have <laughs> why do you have personal belongings and keys if oh. you're if you're an omni- if you're everywhere and I'm omnipotent, omnipresent being? Because I like the jingle. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're skipping over a very important part of him saying that he's a part of the deaths of the poor. Is uh, that what you said? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I did miss that. The deaths of the innocent. The de- <laughs> you're saying you're you're not saying depths like depths. You're saying death like dying. Yes, like death. death as in dying. I am so excited for the inevitable heat death of the universe. I'm one year closer to retirement. It was a wonderful year for that. <laughs> um. Well, that's a little different. Than what this I is did. not okay. So what I was expecting when I when I booked you on this segment, uh, Mister Mister, may I call you Mister ba- uh, Baby New Year? Mister Year. Mister Year. <laughs> um, was I was expecting a, a cute little baby? Uh, you know, talking about exciting birthday, like resolutions, and resolutions, and and oh, God. Um, it sounds like you're a little bit darker than I was expecting, Baby New Year. I'm all about resolutions. Yeah? For example, Kim Jong-un's resolution is to destroy America. Is it? I love that one. <laughs> mm. Hmm. That's Can well. you see into the to the, the, the minds and uh, the, the feelings of people? Yes, of course. How else would I know everyone's resolutions? For example, Lauren, mm. you're not going to follow through on your gym resolution, but it's okay because you have enough money in your bank account to afford to pay for that gym membership but not actually go. God, he, Jeez. He, I don't know how he, that Baby happened New all Year. 2017. That's so rude. He's it's right, not though. rude. It's realistic. I know resolutions, Michael. Yeah, ask that kid with the weird haircut at Planet Fitness. He knows I haven't come in months. Mm. What about me? Am I going to follow through on my gym membership, Baby New Year? You can do anything you set your mind to, Michael, as long as you bring me back on your show. <laughs> winky face. Well, we'll see. We'll see how I feel next year. Did you just say winky face? I did say winky face. Oh. For the folks who can't see me, Michael. Are you, I'm glad to know you're picking up on the modern lingo. Oh, since being that you're old this time. Absolutely. You know, it's been a big update since people were killing themselves in snake cults. But, you know, we all have to update. Yeah. So you know all the, the latest news of the snake cults. Yes. Well, there haven't been any snake cults recently, but I have heard great things about some African death cults. Oh, yeah. Oh. Tell us about them. Well, first of all, you have to go see a witch doctor named Matumbo, mm-hmm. who takes a death nail and pounds it into his magical piece of wood. Mm-hmm. This allows you to curse all sorts of people oh. in a variety of exciting and deadly ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, so mm. it fits in the theme. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Artistic. I'm so- <laughs> also all about summoning Chinese demon dogs, also known as Xie. They're great. They're red. With blue faces, and they come and attack you and drag you down to the depths of hell. <laughs> so, uh, so hell's a real place. 
Oh, absolutely, Michael. It exists in many different ways for many different people, but you'll all end up there eventually. Oh, oh. so there's no heaven? Well, there is a heaven, but no one really makes it. It's highly unrealistic. Only the Mormons. <laughs> oh, really? The Mormons were right. The Mormons and the Mayans. <laughs> Notice oh. how there's no more Mayans. It's because they got through with the better part of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Well, Interesting. Well, good for them. I, I was always, Well, there's our answer about the Mayans. True. That was going to be my next question, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. so you're, you're, are you just one of many gods? I am one of many gods, Michael. Oh, so it's Although I wouldn't really consider myself a god. No? I would consider myself more as a voyeur, a watcher of humanity, mm. rather than someone who's directly involved. <laughs> so were you here during the birth of the universe? Absolutely, Michael. Mm. It's when I was born. Mm. Interesting. So how, how old is the universe? Exact age. So exactly how old are you? Oh, Michael, when you get to this age, you st just stop counting. New Year's is just another day. <laughs> is it older than 6,000? Probably. Okay. That's winky all. face. What? Is the winky face like uh, is that a... What are you trying to tell me with that winky face? What would you like me to tell you, Michael? All right. Lauren, Lauren what do you have to ask for the, the baby? I want to know what it's like... Having to carry around all your belongings with your poop. Yes. Your poop get mixed in with your belongings. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Where else would you like your poop to be? That's uh, fair. In the toilet? No, that's fair. That's fair. How else am I supposed to scent mark all of my belongings? The other gods are very crafty. Territorial. Some of them like to steal things. Yeah, so really? you, have, you have to like, mark your territory. Like who, who likes to steal things? Oh, well, that Loki, he's a real trickster. Mm -hmm. So mm. Loki's real, too. As is Anansi, the African trickster god. You oh. also said uh, the other god, so it sounds like you're referring to yourself as a god. Well... Yes and no, Michael. I simply observe the events and pass the year. Is is Baby New Year your official god name, or is that just a nickname you gave yourself? Baby New Year is my human name. Uh, my real name is unpronounceable in your language, but it sounds similar to... Nice. I like that name. That's very pretty. Thank you so much. Oh, a little wow. terrifying. I'm a little terrified. Mother Universe gave it to me. <laughs> Mother you Oh, there's a mama. Oh, we're just in one giant womb, Michael. Oh. Can't you feel? Oh, can't you feel Mother Universe? Oh, it's so nice and warm inside of her. Mm. I'm practically sweating right now. Wow. Sometimes my feet get cold. My, my feet do get cold. Yeah, I had a massage yesterday. She said I should probably go get checked out for that one disease where your feet and hands are cold. Really? Yeah. I'm just saying because <laughs> you said that it's warm. Well, the world's <laughs> ending anyway, sweetheart. So don't spend too much money you on doctors. You keep saying that. Uh, what do you mean? What, when is the world ending? Well, humans are speeding it up quite a bit. That's true. So I don't really have an exact date, but let me tell you, the fact that you're accelerating my time to retirement is just so exciting. Accelerating. It's really kind you, of all of you people. Is You said the heat death of the universe. Is, is, or the, is planet Earth really just... The universe? Is there actual life beyond planet Earth? Oh, of course there's other life. But humanity is responsible for ending my reign. Oh. Sounds like you're really excited to stop. I am. I want to dance in a nuclear dust cloud like a Beyonce video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Interesting. Uh, I have another question. Is the uh, There's a lot of people out there that believe that the Earth is actually a disk. 
It is not a globe. They believe it's a flat Earth. Um, can you confirm or deny if the Earth is flat or a, a sphere? I can, absolutely, Michael. Mm -hmm. The Earth is, in fact, a cube. Oh. A cube? Oh, no, not the time cube. The time cube, Michael. It's like a giant Rubik's cube that I manipulate every year. Oh. Prove me differently. I have 201 reasons that I posted on a shady website about why you should know that the Earth is a cube. <laughs> Give us the top ten. Okay. Reason number one. Have you ever felt anxious, mm -hmm. confused, mm -hmm. out of place? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's because you're a yellow square on my otherwise entirely green map. Oh. Reason number two. Have you ever pooped before? Yes. yes. Winky face. Ugh. Reason number three. Wait. Crabs. Uh, Reason number four. Wait, which crab, kind of crabs? Yeah. Like the cancer sign of like the crab, the cancer sign, or crabs the STD, or crabs as in a crab. The crabs that I have had three times. STD. It doesn't answer either any of that question. No, it's STDs. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Mm -hmm. Number four. Have you ever wondered why there's a hole in your donut? Yes, yes. actually, all the yes. time. And you should. It's a mystical secret of the universe. Oh. Watch out for that jelly filling. It'll get you every time. <laughs> Wait, the jelly filling is, is, is in donuts that don't have holes in them, though. True. Exactly, Michael. Oh. <laughs> we have to follow the jelly donuts. That's what he's telling us. Next. Reason number five. Iggy Azalea's career. Oh, that makes so much very sense. Very cubie. Mm-hmm. Very, very cubie. Cube, Get cubie. Cube Square. Get cubie. Cube. Go ahead. Reason number six. Mm -hmm. Water clings to a flat surface. So it actually, if you think about all the oceans on this world, mm -hmm. each one owns its own side of the cube. Hmm. Each ocean owns its own side Each of the cube? Each ocean owns its own side of the cube. That's interesting. That's but aren't there only five need... oceans? You're missing the sixth What's most the important sixth ocean. ocean. The Lake lost... City. Well, we could say that. <laughs> However, I was going to say the lost kingdom of Antarctica. Oh. You think mm. it's Atlantis, but really it used to be its own continent. Interesting. Wow. It is a continent now, but there was a civilization there. Oh. I wrecked them back in the day. Oh. <laughs> you did Antarctica? Oh, yes, Michael. There was a big cover-up. Lots of snow. Lots of ice. White people shit. <laughs> That's lovely. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. Have you ever wondered why you, when you're drunk, you feel like you're spinning out of control? Mm -hmm. No, even when I'm not drunk. You're simply seeing emotional and physical effects of living on a Rubik's Cube. Oh, interesting. Oh. Rubik got it. He was a real mensch. Rubik? Rubik. Is that who invented the Rubik's Cube? Inventor of the Rubik's Cube. Hmm. Hmm. So, so planet Earth isn't, isn't just a cube, but it has different sectors of that, and they each spin? Absolutely. Interesting. I like to call them emotional spheres. Is that how Pangea happened? Absolutely. Oh. Planet Earth needed a little shake-up, so Baby New Year came in for a little holiday help. It sounds like you're more than a voyeur. Well, I do suppose I meddle with the continents a little bit, 
And, you know, the ecological diversity of the Earth. <laughs> hmm. Some might say that you, uh, you're kind of a god of chaos and destruction, yeah? Well, those people would probably be correct, Michael. <laughs> mm. Hmm. You, hmm. What about number eight? Number eight. Michael, have you ever had something truly unfortunate happen in your life? Uh, yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, winky face. Is that is that number eight or is that just you? No, I just wanted to get a little pick-me-up. Oh, okay. Number eight. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm teasing you, Michael. It's, it's okay. just that you give me hope that I might retire soon. <laughs> Michael, like, individually gives you hope that your career's going to end? I particularly? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What about me that it makes you so sure that the world's going to end? Well, Michael, I've listened to your podcast. Mm-hmm. And it seems you give people with a certain proclivity for bringing chaos into the world a, oh. a platform on which to speak. <sighs> yeah, you know what? You're, you're, you're pretty much right about that. That is true. You do, do bring a lot of crazies on I here. do bring a lot of crazy, borderline evil people on this show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Giving them a platform. Let's make you number eight as a reason for why the world is a cube. Oh, no. Michael Dupree. Oh, Michael, but at least you're on something. Maybe some on some sort of list. Yeah. That and the no-fly list, winky face. Am I on the no-fly list? Aw, oh, dang. He does know about that. I didn't know about that. Oh. Well, it was tweeted. <laughs> the NSA tweet about it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Did they just tweet out their no-fly list now? It was, no, and that's the weird part. Oh, they tweeted about me you. Me in particular. Yeah. Interesting. So Baby New Year knows now. Number nine, reasons that the world is a cube. Have you ever examined a cube before? I have. A cube is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite shape, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted the world to be a cube. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have my list in front of me. What do I look like? Baby list year? Ah! No. No, you don't. You look like baby new year. You I do. look like baby new year. Look at my cute little nipples. Uh-huh. They're, they're a little demeaning. Demeaning. Demeaning? My condescending Demeaning. nipples? Yes. They're judging you. If yeah. anyone's ever had condescending nipples, it's you. Oh, yeah. silly human. What about 10? Number 10. For those of you who don't know, I used steel beams to create the earth. So, of course, oh, no. I had to make it as a cube framework. And let me tell you, jet fuel might not melt steel beams, but the sun certainly will when it crashes into your planet and ends my career. <laughs> Wait, you, you've, uh, you've been changing you've been changing how the world's going to end a couple times. You, now, you're, now you're saying the planet is going to be engulfed by the sun. You're saying that there's going to be a nuclear death cloud. Oh, it's a multi-stage process, a real extravaganza. I've been planning it for a long time now. <laughs> you really you really are the god of chaos and destruction, aren't you? Oh, thank you. Stop it. You're flattering me, Michael. Hmm. So, what is this? What are these processes? What's this process? What are the steps that are going to be the end of the world? Well, there's plenty of steps and I don't want to give away too much. Are they already in motion? However, it will incorporate sheep. Okay. Oh, guava. Oh, God. Interesting. And an angry Korean dictator. Damn it. Mm. Well, that's a little obvious. Well, we have the sheep and the guava covered. And the angry Korean dictator. Yeah, we have him covered, too. Mm. I'm not paying enough attention to the news. Yeah, well, 
Looks like it's coming soon. So there was a movie. Hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. there was a movie written about you uh, per, uh, uh, about uh, fifty years ago or so, uh, and starring Rudolph. I thought uh, you were gonna say Baby Boss. Oh yes, no, both of those actually. No, oh. uh, in in the movie you were you were a little baby New Year and I was. Uh, were, did you star as yourself in that movie? I did not. No. What What did you think of the movie? I thought it was an inaccurate portrayal yeah, of I'll my say. omnipotence. I'll say. And <laughs> that you were an innocent little baby just crawling around going through time. Although Rudolph I, and his and his friends had I to find do you. love I do love claymation. I do. It is my favorite form of art. There is nothing better. <laughs> claymation. It is interesting. Claymation is your favorite form of art. Claymation is the highest form of art you humans have created. Really? <laughs> interesting it is really like it's really incredible it is i mean it, it is it's 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 underrated what's your favorite claymation uh film wallace and gromit the movie yeah <laughs> that's a good one yep that's I, a good i'd have one. to agree yeah. I mean, uh, they are uh they are they're a wacky slapsticky pair they are mm-hmm. i also enjoy a seven second project that little timmy turner tried to create back in fourth grade it was the most brilliant seven seconds of art ever created in the human world timmy turner is from the fate of the odd parents no a different timmy turner oh <laughs> but he also wore a pink hat oh I think every Timmy Turner just wears a pink hat. Interesting. This Timmy Turner did not have fairly godparents. Fairly odd parents, fairy godparents. That's why his claymation was only seven seconds. Mm. Because without fairy godparents, claymation is essentially impossible. Really? (laughs) So Tim Burton has fairly godparents? He has fairy godparents and fairly odd parents. Look (laughs) at what they created. It's Tim Burton. (laughs) What's your your favorite Tim Burton film, Baby New Year? My favorite Tim Burton film. Well, I do love Night Be- Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. but I always end it before Christmas is saved because I like that version more. Where it's just sadness and, yes, and despair? absolutely. Is that how you end a lot of movies? Yes. You just end them at the end of the second act? There's nothing I hate more than catharsis. That's why the Greeks were destroyed. <laughs> really? Really. You destroyed... You did, did you do Pompeii? Now, Michael... A girl doesn't blow up a small civilization and tell, but winky face. I think he did it. I think he might So, uh, so how did the Mayans go? Did they ascend? They went, they went with pleasure. I'll just say that. Can you give me a little bit more detail? Yes. They enjoyed themselves immensely. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay. I'll spill some secrets if you want to. There was hot chocolate involved. Oh. And by that, I don't mean the warm, steamy drink. I mean warm, melted chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Like like hot chocolate rain came down from the sky? Chocolate rain, chocolate Chocolate rain. rain. Some say dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that just made my heart flutter for the Mayans. Do you have a heart? Well, I like to think that I do. It's a very human concept. It was my liver back in the day, but that didn't survive very long in human form. Oh. <laughs> so do you, do you, are you able to switch between physical and, and uh, mm, mystical, non-material uh, Absolutely. Forms? 
What I do is I gather all of the emotions of the people around me and form that into a solid form. Mm. For example, here in the Midwest, there's a lot of racism and yes. also fear of people that are not white. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or straight. Right. Or Republican. Yes. And so it all <laughs> sort of comes together in this beautiful baby form. Oh. So you're just a big... Uh, racist, straight Republican? Absolutely. Interesting. <laughs> that sounds great. What is, what? Just kidding. Only in Detroit. What is that laugh? <laughs> yes. What is that laugh? It doesn't... Your your face... Okay, when you do that laugh, you would think... if you're if, Okay, for our viewers at home, when they, when they hear you do that laugh, they probably imagine you, like, shrugging your shoulders, putting your mouth over your... Your, your hand over your mouth, and, like, having a cute face. But when you do it... Your face, your body is completely still. Your head turns down a little bit, and you have this horrifying look in your eyes. I've been terrified this whole time. Absolutely. And it's like you have this horrible frown on your face when you do it. It's upsetting. Yes, it's my Slavic death laugh. Oh, because <laughs> like you like imagine like oh that that's that's gonna make me feel good. You it know? doesn't. And, if you yeah. see it, it doesn't. It yeah. I learned this laugh from Baba Yaga. Who is Baba Yaga, you ask? She is the Russian witch who curses spurned lovers. Are you a single woman who has recently been left by a man? Then Baba Yaga is here for you. Mm. Well, thank you, Baba Yaga. She taught me that laugh. It's her knowing laugh when a woman asks to rescind the curse, and she drags the woman to her home in the woods and eats her. Oh, that's <laughs> So, uh, what what are your big what's your uh, biggest New Year's resolution, baby New Year? Well, my biggest New Year's resolution, which it has been for years now, is the inevitable heat death of the universe mm -hmm. or nuclear war. However, this year I have some interesting goals as well yeah. for the short term. First of all, I would like to meet a woman named Bethany. <laughs> That's interesting because you don't meet very many. You don't. No. Particularly Bethany Frankel, skinny girl Margarita got me like, what? <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure you could meet a girl named, uh, I'm sure you could meet that Bethany anytime you wanted because you are omnipresent. Oh, yeah, you can just come I her. am. Technically, I'm inside of her right now. Are you inside of me right now? Do you want me to be? Oh. <laughs> Oh, winky face. Winky face. <laughs> we are going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we will be joined by Rhubarb, a cat enthusiast. Uh, we will be back after this. <laughs> Back to the Michael the Pre Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. That was very rude, Lauren. I just want—I wanted to have you like a little tiny like intro. I don't like it. 
I do not like it. I like it. It reminds me of my former worshippers. Hmm. See? I am here joined by <laughs> my sister, Lauren That's Dupree. Me. Hi. I'm also here joined by the baby New Year. <laughs> who I have reserved feelings about now. Oh. He has been inside of me. Oh. Don't like it. Don't mm. recommend. I don't like that either. Um, 10 out of 10 would not recommend, Michael. Can you do me a, <laughs> yes. Can you do me a favor, Baby New Year? And when this episode goes live and when people listen to this, at this time, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna dictate that I'll say what time. Can you just go inside of everyone listening and show them what it feels like? Absolutely. All right. I'm going to wriggle around inside of you like dancing meat puppets. <laughs> winky face. Uh-huh. I don't think you needed the winky face. I think the innuendo there was pretty evident. So wait. Whenever, uh, like, because obviously not everybody in the world is going to be listening to it at the same time. It's a mandatory in, podcast. So in unison, everyone. though? No. I mean, well, whenever they hear it, oh, okay. Baby New Year will know because he's omnipresent. I will. They also have digital tags for that kind of thing at, right now. Yes. The government is everywhere. And I am the government. <laughs> are you the government? That's terrifying. So, uh, Baby New Year, uh, starting... Now, go inside of my, my listeners. Thank you. Mm. Yummy. Mm. You taste delicious. Yes, I'm talking to you. And may I just say your insides are mm, warm. Like the womb of Mother Universe. Oh, it's like I'm in a womb within a womb. Wombception. Mm. Oh. I'm also here joined, We uh, well, all of us, we're all here joined by Rhubarb, professional cat enthusiast. Hello, everyone. Hello, Rhubarb. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Interesting. Mor- well, it's Michael, but uh, so, so Rhubarb, uh, you, <clears throat> you, you are a professional cat enthusiast. What is, mm-hmm. uh, I know, I can, I can, I can guess what a cat enthusiast is. Oh, can you? Yes. Uh, someone who's enthusiastic about cats. More or less. Uh, so what is a professional cat enthusiast? I've uh, taken several classes on mm-hmm. how to be a, a cat enthusiast. I have a certificate mm-hmm. that I hang in my office mm-hmm. that says that I'm a professional cat enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, I'm I'm not like your amateur cat enthusiast. Not like, someone that just looks up cat videos on the internet and shares them with their friends. No, Michael. That, that Those are amateurs. Oh. Like, you got it. I'm dedicated. Wow. Mm-hmm. You took the time. I have a certificate. <laughs> where where do you have where's the certificate from? The cat enthusiast school, Michael. What do you where do you where think I got at? it? Yeah, I've never heard of this place. Where is it at? Yeah, where is it? Why? Are you trying to become are you trying to outshine me as a professional I'm cat just enthusiast? Trying to are you trying are you trying we're to We're just step- trying to we're just trying to preserve journalistic integrity by getting the full story kill each other (laughs) baby new year please don't escalate the situation all i'm asking is just yeah for for factual purpose okay it was an online course i got an email it went to my spam box but i opened it anyway and it was from some guy named mark in london who Mm. works for exxon oil and he was like all i need you to do is transfer these three million dollars that were extra from an account and i'll give you this cat enthusiast certificate and i was like that sounds like a great idea, and so I did it. Hmm. And 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 how did you feel fulfilled by the course? Yeah. What was the uh, what, what were the uh, actual like things that you learned in this course that you didn't already know? 
Um, you know what, Michael? I I feel like I'm a natural, so there wasn't really anything in the course that I didn't know, but now I just have a certificate. Oh, <laughs> just so to, not just to you prove. Have proof that yeah, that is yeah, like. So- you know, I there's a lot of things that most people don't know about cats that I already did. Mm-hmm. Um, like the proper terminology to talk about cats is their corns. So when you you got a little baby corn, mm-hmm. you got like two little baby corns, and they just go mow 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 mow, <laughs> and they just like you know they go mow 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 mow, and uh, and then when they grow up, they're they're full adult corns. Okay. Oh, so the oh yeah, they're oh, like big ears of corn. And did you know that if you if you hold your cat like on its back with its belly facing up, and you you put your face in its belly and rub it around, that's called eating corn on the cob. <laughs> Personally, I enjoy popping corn. Oh, baby New Year! I do have a cat. Are you saying popcorn. you like blowing up cats? Yeah, baby New Year. Winky face. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I do have a cat named Popcorn. We call him Pipcron for short, or Mister mm. Poop for long. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Or F corn. F corn. Yeah. Do you That's enjoy he's a spicy boy? Do yeah. you enjoy saying names incorrectly? What are you talking about, Morgul? <laughs> are you not hearing that the same thing that what? I'm hearing? All right. Well, I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate this slander. Do you want to hear about my other cat? Yes, I'd love to hear about your other cat. So right now I only have two corns. Proper mm-hmm. terminology again here. Um, so you're you're really a corn enthusiast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I say cat because that's what you understand, but they're really corns. I have a corn question. Yeah. So I have two full-grown corns and a baby corn mm-hmm. at home. Uh, and the the baby corn... You should make a stir-fry. Really, <laughs> you know, I could. I could. Um, but the baby corn... <laughs> Really likes to uh, disrupt the the full grown corn's lives lives, mm-hmm. and I I, I just I, I wish I could stop the baby corn. Do you have any tips on how to stop really them? Really good question. You know, when they're just little kernels like that, <laughs> sometimes they're just out of you. Just gotta let the little kernels just pop around. Like they're just little. Pop, 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 but it, like so, okay. But like, it's not gonna kill the full grown corn. Well, that's what I was worried about. Like my, I just don't want my cat. You know, she's ten. Corn. I just, or my, my corn. I just don't want her to get too stressed out and pop like Baby New Year wants. Hmm. So <laughs> I, you know, I just want to. I, I don't want you know the baby corn to pop the adult corn. Is okay. what I'm saying. Uh, so. Do you do you play with your little kernel often, or uh, yeah. like, do you give it attention? Yeah. Is it well pet? Yeah. Is it well fed? Yes. Do you talk to her? Yes. Do you rub her belly yes. so she can go poop? Uh, I mean, I got, I, I didn't realize it was helping okay. her go poop. All right. Try that and and, okay. and call me back in two weeks. Okay. okay. Thanks, doctor. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So can I tell you about my other? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so right now I only have two, but I'm currently pregnant with a litter of kittens. Oh, um, so in about nine weeks, I'll pop those out. Well, okay. You, okay. Yeah, you go ahead. Uh, before we get, uh, I think I know the terminology she's using. It's like where a husband says nope. we're pregnant. No, it's not. I'm physically pregnant. Like if you did an ultrasound of my womb, it would just be full of <laughs> little kernels. So you're saying that a corn impregnated you? It it was more in vitro fertilization. Oh, yeah. Right. Did you do this, baby New Year? Winky face. <laughs> God. 
God damn it, Baby New Year. <laughs> Je suis désolé, but yes. Oh. Uh. Baby New Year, we can't have human cats or cat humans, whatever, trolloping around Ma- America. Corn people, children of the corn. Oh, damn it. Yeah. This is ne- not good. So, um, <clears throat> you know, like the saying goes, do what you love and eventually people pay you for it. <laughs> um, she did a cat. Oh. No, Wait, so did you no, get paid no, no. to have sex with a cat? No, there was no, there was no cat she forking going on. She said in vitro. Oh, so, I'm sorry, baby. New I'm doing what I off. love, but no one's giving me money for it yet. Uh, so I got to do all these uh, like science experiments. Yet. Do you think so someone's really yours? going to invest in your cat womb? No, that's a science experiment. Like I have to do these trials so I can get money, so uh, I can like care oh. for my yeah. Okay, well, um, if you have an orange tabby, will you let me know my mom's want one? I will. I probably will. Um, anyway, let me tell you about the other cat that I currently have. Yes. Uh, her name's Marge. We call her uh, Marjorie for short. Mm-hmm. Um, or Midgey. Mm-hmm. Or Midgery. That's beautiful. Because Midgery loves company. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, she's really loud. Sometimes she walks around the house and she goes, meow, meow, meow. Uh, and oh, that's a beat cat, it sounds I like. I do. Okay. I also uh, have a certificate in professional corn uh, language translational services. Ballpark, how many certificates do you have at home? <laughs> you know, I can't really count that high. Okay. Ballpark, so yeah, uh, maybe like twenty. You can't. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> roughly one per cat. Oh, oh. so uh, um, you know, there's nothing more upsetting than when when someone does an impression of a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just I don't like it. It's upsetting. I love it. It's so much fun, Morkel. <laughs> don't. It's not the Morkel Dupree variety hour. It's... Okay, so that's what Midgery sounds like. And little baby F corn sounds like this. He goes, Broop. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a cat sounds like, Broop. Do you know, like, Broop. I mean, do you think that they're, they're obviously saying different things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What are they saying? Popcorn's saying, I'm a spicy boy, and I'm okay. going to, I'm just going to fuck with everything. Oh, sorry. I, I'm really uh, sorry. You, my you can swear okay. on here. <laughs> I don't know how many children listen to this podcast. I know it, we, only children. I know I don't listen to this podcast. I, I don't swear around my cats because they're really sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just feel like I can let loose here. <laughs> You're all right. You don't. Have, why are you crying, rhubarb? Because I didn't get my frozen fruit smoothie for breakfast today. Uh, I know a way to cheer you up. I just don't like the way you say words. <laughs> I know that you've been working on a a, a, a single. Oh yeah, lately uh, for your your cats, right? Like and a cat music, like a cat cat music or music for cats, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, if you wanted to share with us, you could. Uh, yeah, I know it's it's New Year's, but it's kind of a holiday song I was working oh, on. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's the only one I know, and it, it's it's not in cat language, but okay. it's like it's tones that are soothing to cats so you put it on Mm. when they're being a little spicy boys and it it turns them into just sweet little ears of corn all tucked in their husks sleeping like little babbies it's beautiful i just don't like the way you say words i love it so this is a song Oh, Crimbus Tim, (laughs) Crimbus Tim, happy birthday, Babby Jesus. God. Yes. Is that, are those tones pleasant to a cat? What? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like. You can't harass your guests like that. I feel like that would be, my cat would be really upset by that. 
I have a question. For a spicy cat, would sour cream help it? You know what, Lauren? Blue I don't cheese. appreciate. No, your I'm being tone serious. If the cat's being spicy, just put a dollop of Daisy on it. <laughs> Dip it in Lauren, some blue cheese. Lauren, this isn't a joke, okay? I'm what I not, do is not a joke. I literally just asked you about my baby corn. You put melted butter on it. You put butter on your cat? On the cat. Is this all metaphorical, or are you actually suggesting that someone put butter on their cat? What do you think, Morgul? I, I don't know. You're not a normal person. Winky face. I think this is getting a little off the rails, you guys. Well, yeah. This is getting way off the rails. I have a question, Rhubarb. Why is... is you don't have a last name. Your name is just Rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Who, okay. Like Adele or Jamiroquai. <laughs> Baby knew your nose. So who... who your parents just called... Or named, like Madonka. Mad, Mad, Madonka. Mad, you know, she does that song, uh, uh, Like a Prayer. Mm. Vogue. Madonna. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. All right. Does that guys. that's what she said, baby New Year, right? That's what Absolutely. Winky face. <laughs> you know what, Markle? Yes. Life is a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's Madonka. <laughs> so, Rhubarb, did your parents name you Rhubarb or did you give yourself that name? Uh, my parents named me that? Mm-hmm. Who named you Markle? My parents. Yeah. But Michael is a normal name. Rhubarb is the name of a, mm. uh, root, a root vegetable. It's not a root vegetable. It's actually the stem that you eat. <laughs> Sorry. Boom. <laughs> Sorry. You're really... She's not happy. You are, you're a spicy boy today, You know, rhubarb. like when a cat's tail poofs up, that's the equivalent of what's happening to rhubarb right now. You're also looking around at like a cat would. It's really upsetting. <laughs> Too. Like looking for like that laser pointer or something. Mmm. Yeah. I just want to lick that frothy saliva collecting at the corners of your mouth, rhubarb. Oh, okay, <laughs> we didn't have to go there, baby. New Year. Mm, but she's frothing deliciously. Uh, mm. I was bitten by a little rakin the other day. Oh a God! What? A rakin? A yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, a raccoon. Oh, a raccoon. Her. She's not happy with us. She's not happy. Did you just hiss at me? Baby New Year was about to hiss at us, too, and she took the cake. Well, personally, I enjoy hissing. It's a way that humans and animals can represent just how much they dislike each other. Great job, Rhubarb. Thanks, Baby New Year. The one thing I love about Baby New Year is as though, like, although the things that he's saying is, like, very hurtful. He's Awful. saying it in a way that you're like, "Yeah, I, I'm happy that you said that to me." Mm-hmm. You have a very yeah. positive outlook on the end of the world. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. It really is a pleasure mm-hmm. to destroy your entire race. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're responsible for the apocalypse, right? Are you the one that's going to do it? Yeah, he's the the harbinger of death and destruction. Absolutely not. Winky face. Oh, so he's not. He's waiting for it, just like we are. Baby Why New do you Year. think science is trying to impregnate me with little kittens? I, I don't know. They're... I could not guess. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I could not guess. Because they're trying, like, they know, we all know what's coming. Yes. Like, I, we all know what Baby New Year's planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so science just wants to figure out a way to continue the race of cats once we're dead. This is what happens when you allow homosexuals to marry. <laughs> oh, baby it seems, New Year. It seems more like See, humanity. Yeah, like they said, the slippery slope. 
Oh. It seems more like by doing these science, science experiments, we know the world's going to end, so we're just pushing the limits of what we can do scientifically because it's not going to matter eventually. Oh All God. I know is I'm excited to pop out some little baby popcorns. Oh, God. slide right out of there. You, so are you going to have like a C-section? <laughs> no, they're going to slide right out they're of there. Slide. Baby New Year, do you have any questions for Rhubarb? Oh. First of all, what are your thoughts on declawing kittens in the womb? Oh, yeah. That's an important one. Um, in the womb. Or out of the womb, too. No, specifically in the womb. I don't want to know how they would do that. I don't. So this is a really controversial subject, and I don't want to get PETA after me or anything, mm. uh, but I, you know, you got to ask the cats what they want. Like, it's really up to them. <laughs> right. Their body, like their rules. Right. It's not our decision to make. So, like. So, how would you communicate with a cat fetus? I mean. Morse code? You... Morse code. Yeah. You just tap. <laughs> tip, tap, tip, 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 right on the old uterus. <laughs> they also like old... classical music. Oh, Crimbus Tim. Oh, <laughs> They also Crimbus like calico Tim. music. Boo. Calico. But, um. So, uh, uh, all right. Uh, Rhubarb, do you have any questions for the baby of New Year? Yes. <laughs> Are you a cat person or a dog person? Interesting question. Well, Rhubarb, which of those two do you think is excited for the end of the world? Cats. Cats. Mm-hmm. You would be correct. Mm-hmm. So, so you're a cat person? 100%. I love cats. They worship them in Egypt mm-hmm. and in some cultures eat them. Oh. oh. Yep. Would you ever eat a cat rhubarb? I mean, <clears throat> have you eaten a cat rhubarb? You know, you go to the, the old Serbit Alerbit grocery store in certain places, you know, where you get the Slurbies, the frozen yes. Slurbies. You yep. go to the Serbit Alerbit. Uh, yep. Yeah. Some places they have cat there, and you know what? If you're really hungry, you just you eat what. So you gotta get they something. They have cats at the Serbits Alerbits. I didn't. In some places. Stop saying that. <laughs> saying what? Seven Eleven. It's just like, like, would you eat a person? Like, yeah, you know, if you had no. to. Yeah, if you had to, or if you were offered the chance, like, why would you? you okay. I would eat. I would eat a person. You know what? You gotta say yes to life. You gotta live. You gotta love. You gotta eat strange things. Stranger Things. Oh. Look, okay. If there was a person who, uh, let's say, you were hunt, they were these two people were out hunting. One of them accidentally got shot in the head. Right? Should Eat, you pray, let- love, Michael. <laughs> Eat, pray, love. Should you let that person's body go to waste? Nope. That's the thing. I don't need it to science. I mean, but like, is this person old? Like, are they in in peak physical condition? I'd say they're condition? like thirty. Their... They're like, think Anthony Douglas, thirty <laughs> six year old. I can't believe he's thirty six. Very like fine form, you know. He's real basically meaty. like a perfect sculpture of a yeah. person. All I know is that you know my cats, my little <laughs> tiny baby corns would not hesitate to eat my dead or dying body if they needed to and i would give that right? gift to them and i would, would give mad? them that gift of my 
body. Like, I would transfer my soul to my corns. Oh, my God. So why shouldn't your soul... If someone eats your your dead body, then that's kind of like you transferring their soul into the body. Oh, yeah. I would like to sign up to be on the waiting list for that. <laughs> mm. She's really marinated well in cat urine. Mm. I can just taste that stank now. I think mm. I think rhubarb is probably the last person I'd want to eat. Oh, but it's so deliciously filthy, Michael. Is that because I'm a sweaty spaghetti? Yes. <laughs> and your sweat is 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 yellow. I keep falling. It's a science experiments, Michael. I don't like them. Mm. Just the words you guys are saying are really putting me off. Reason number eleven: the Earth is oh. a cube. Have trouble staying on your seat? Yes. <laughs> Yes, all the time now because of the things you're saying. My brother wants to eat people. She's pregnant with kittens. I don't want to eat people. I'm saying I would try it. Listen. I would try it. May I just say that this conversation is exactly how I'd hoped 2018 would start. Yeah. Me too. It's an interesting start to the new year. January 1st, and we're already talking about cannibalism and Mm -hmm. being pregnant with cats and corns. Corns. Kernels. They haven't popped yet. Yeah. Mm. So let me ask you a question, Morgul. Yes. Uh, And and Clorant. Clorant. Yes. If you had to pick a name for one of the kittens in my litter, what would you name it and why? Mm. Uh, Domingo, because it's uh, Sunday, nice day, nice day for a picnic. Cool. But Domingo is Sunday in Spanish. I didn't. Oh. Know. <laughs> um, I would name it uh, uh, G- 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 Glenn. That's a nice one. Why Glenn? Uh, I because it's cats aren't tattoos, Michael. They need meaning behind their names. Uh, because of Glenn Miller. Oh, you're all uh, jazzy, jazz, jazzy caddy. Jazz, a big band uh, fanatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite uh, jazz musician? Um, Glenn Miller. All right, I like you know it's uh it's it's around the holidays. I like listening to a little uh, Vince Guaraldi, old old Charlie Brown's dad. Yep, old yeah. Charlie Brown's dad. Yep, that's a good mm. one. Yeah, he mm. he's Charlie Brown's dad. That's why he does the the p- p- piano music. Do you know that the do you know what that song's called? Uh, no. Limbus and Lucy. Mm, Li- Linus and Lucy. Limbus. Oh boy. Oh boy. I think I like it. Lauren, do you have any more questions for our wonderful guest before we hightail it out of here? Uh, Baby New Year, uh, what was your favorite Christmas present that you got? I have to say, my favorite Christmas present I received this year was chaos. Okay. And uh, rhubarb, um, if you woke up as an actual rhubarb, how would you carry on your life? Uh, <clears throat> first, obviously, I would offer myself to my cats. Okay. Um, and they probably they would probably sniff at me a little bit, maybe give me a little lick, and then they would walk away, and mm. they wouldn't be interested. Yeah. Cats not don't, milk. Cats yeah. don't like rhubarb. No. Um, <laughs> and then I would bake myself into a pie with some stra- strawberries. That's lovely. So you'd be a ru- strawberry rhubarb straw pie. Strawberry rhubarb pie. Strawberry rhubarb pie. Thank you. Welcome. My old Mim used to make those all the Tim. Hmm. Like in the summer. <laughs> well, 
Rhubarb, do you have any questions uh, for, for Lauren? I don't think you gave asked Lauren any questions uh, on the show. I asked her what she would name my cat, oh. but oh, I can ask her. Right, I can right. ask her another one. Sorry, if you sorry. so sorry. I'm full of questions, and you're full of mystery. So, Lauren, if you, you know, if you could do anything for a job like I do, mm-hmm. uh, like I do what I really want to do, I don't let anyone tell me that I need to pay bills or make money or like live in a non-decrepit house or like take out the litter. What would you do? I would be a professional broccoli sculptor. So like those people that cut the broccoli into like those perfect little trees. Oh, like our old president, Broccoli Bama. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. It has been an interesting show. Yes. we. It's the first day of the year, guys. We have 364 more of these bad boys coming up. Not these episodes. Winky face. <laughs> I don't we end, It's the world ending in 2018. Meow. Just, just give answer. me a... We will be back next week. Our friends, the Zombie Jesus and the Chocolate Sunshine Band, will be back. They're, they just released Whoa. their newest album, and they're going to be back. So, look forward to seeing. What, you look like you got something to say, Rhubarb. I think I know one person who's in that band. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. He's also a professional cat enthusiast in training. What's his name? Jeremy? Yes. Yeah. You are correct. He's the He is the aforementioned Zombie Jesus. Yeah, he uh, he resurrects himself each week in uh, our cat enthusiasm class together. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Well, we will be back next week with more fun. Bye, guys. Bye. I dug the birthday party, idolized Nick Cave, evangelized their music, converted all my mates. The revolution fizzled, working is my fate. They've sold us Bad Seeds records ever since on Triple J. Meteorite gave you all the best years of my life. Facebook, MySpace, messing noise for several hours a night. I spend my time convincing folk to pay rock stars attention. I can't afford to rent a room for my record collection. I go to art house cinemas several nights a week I blog about the classics and buy the DVDs Directors don't know who I am or care that I exist But I defend their work for hours at parties when I'm pissed Meteorite gave you all the best years of my life I tell the world about you on social network sites When I'm not consuming you, I'm telling others too And wishing I could hang around the people who make you Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.
Wow, that was great.